Welcome to episode 161 of the Mars Attacks podcast. I'm your host, Victor, and we are back with an episode which features Mr. Eric Kluber of Void Vader. Eric has been on the show more than anyone else. He's been with the show to talk about White Wizard, Gypsy Hawk, Iron Knot, Void Vader. He's been on here a bunch of times. And, man, he's a good friend of the show, so anytime he's got something to talk about, I'm more than happy to have him on. So, Void Vader is releasing a new single called Put Away Wet, which is really cool. Uh, I'll play a snippet of it in a little bit. And um, that comes out this Friday, November 23rd, 2018, on Black Friday. So you can check that out on streaming services, and you can buy it on iTunes and all those great places. Uh, Anyway, they're also going to be promoting a tour, which Eric is going to talk about. The tour kicks off in uh, Bisbee, Arizona on November 29th. I'm going to have the Fall of Winter 2018 tour dates on the website, so if you're interested in seeing any of the shows, the tour runs um, almost a month long, and it's going to be all over the West Coast, Texas, and, uh, or I should say, parts of the West Coast, parts of the Southwest, Uh, they do get up to Detroit, Milwaukee, and Indianapolis, and um, Wichita, and a bunch of different cool places. So if you're able to see Void Vader, go out and support the band and um, pick up the single this Friday or stream it. It's going to be up there on Spotify and all those great services. I personally have Title. only reason I have Title is because it comes free with my internet connection. <laughs> so that's why I'm using Title. But I've uh, been a challenge to kind of uh, mix or not mix, but copy all of my playlists from iTunes over to Title. Uh, they don't have everything, which kind of sucks, but everything they have is at least uh, 320 um, K baud rate um, or better if you subscribe to their master or whatever or the hi fi service. I forget what it's called. Uh, which you, it's like 20 bucks a month. Uh, you get master quality on a lot of albums. So there's an option to do that. I haven't checked it out for the most part. What I've been doing is making a playlist with stuff that isn't on title and making new playlists of stuff that I have. So I'm getting through that little by little with the hopes that one day I can afford a new phone that has enough capacity uh, to copy all of my playlists back on there right now my iphone 6 plus is running out of space like a lot of like what happens to a lot of folks that have uh, iphones and are music lovers and just trying to accommodate to make sure that uh that i can you know have a phone that functions correctly and also have all that stuff. And you, oh, if you'd have an Android, uh, you wouldn't have that problem. Yeah, all right, sure. Um, and if you don't have a, a Galaxy or some high-end model of it, your phone sucks. So, sorry. Uh, anyway, 
Getting back on track here. So, uh, been battling a throat infection for the last few weeks on some real shitty medicine right now, which just fucking puts me to sleep, which I absolutely hate. But, um, been dealing with this infection for, I don't know, three weeks, something like that. Uh, funny because a, another podcaster kind of took me to task over a comment that I made about universal health care on Facebook. And I don't like getting political or anything, but it's always easy to comment about things that you've never lived through. It's different when you're in a situation and things aren't utopian as one might seem. Like in a universal healthcare situation where I live, um, you deal with, or what I've dealt with is, I've been fighting a third infection for... Um, almost a month now, if I'm not mistaken, but I saw the doctor on Monday, and I waited 20 days to see the doctor. I know of people that, because walking isn't essential, have gone uh, six months before one knee could be operated on, and then they waited an additional eight months to be operated on. Uh, I know of my own personal situation where I was essentially poisoned and given a health condition as a result. And the kind of um, icing on the cake is being told in the hospital that "Mm, your grandmother's 100. What do you expect her to live forever? It's her time to die. In those words. So... Great concept, and I lived in the U.S., so I can talk about both systems, because the system in the U.S. sucks too, because everything is too expensive. For what I paid for 600 milligram ibuprofen, which was um, less than a dollar, or actually around a dollar, for smaller dosage per tablet... But for the same quantity in Walmart is 14 bucks. So that's a big fucking problem. Um, I've gotten into debates over and over again with people over over the high cost of medication and healthcare in the States. And yeah, it it that system isn't perfect, but what I live in isn't perfect either. And I've had people say, Well, at least we have healthcare. Right. But we're also treated like a piece of meat like a hamburger that falls on the floor of McDonald's and you're just picked up and just thrown back thrown back on the grill you're just another number doesn't matter another example which I completely forgot before I had my kids my wife had a miscarriage and we were treated like absolute shit because she had a miscarriage We were in the section of the hospital that dealt with these sort of things. And you would think there would be some sort of empathy or kindness. The absolute opposite. And we were told, I was told afterwards by someone in the medical field, well, you're supposed to be blunt and truthful to people. Right. So the object is when you're there, when you're trying to have children and you have a miscarriage... To treat them like shit 
because they're bothering the ever-living shit out of you. That's, you know, that's, that's what I got out of that. So, whatever. No system is perfect. What I have over here isn't perfect, and what's in the States definitely isn't perfect. If we could meet shit in the middle somehow, it would be great for everyone. That's all I'm saying. So, before people jump on there fucking political bandwagon and say, oh, well, you know, this is a left or right situation. To me, healthcare isn't even, shouldn't be a political issue, you know. Staying alive shouldn't be, should be seen as a necessity in life. Just my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. But anyway, sorry for the rant. Um, what else are we dealing with? Oh, since the last episode... I don't know if anyone's noticed, but we don't have the beginning of the ear peeler uh, intro. Ear peeler's gone. Done and over with. Um, I shut that down. And just as I expected, with all the hoopla that went on with the tournament that I ran at the end, uh, it's a dead mood point because no one gives a fuck anymore about that tournament, about ear peeler, or about anything else. Because once the tournament was done, you know, for the most part, everyone went back under and crawled back under their rock. So, uh, <laughs> that's, that's essentially, um, everything went back to the way that it was. Like the, the, the river found its nat- natural, uh, you know, the, the, it's, its natural course or however you want to put it. So the flood was gone and everything went back to to usual. So for anyone that I tried to help out, for anyone that I tried to promote, uh, people that reached out to me during the tournament, in favor, against it, outside of the select few that were there with me beforehand, <laughs> everything else went to uh, radio silence again. So, But it is what it is. You know, I'm... I'm cognizant that there are shows out there that um, that didn't appreciate what I did with Ear Peeler. That they didn't, they really didn't get it. And they're, they're fine with having five people listen to them and say, Oh my God, your show was so great. And that's enough for them. They don't need anything else because that's validation enough. As long as those five people are sucking their dicks every week... They're happy. So, but it is what it is. If that's what makes them happy, then so be it. You know, not my place to uh, to help them out anymore. How about that? So, that was, that was my whole goal all along. That was the end game, was to help things out. And, um, you know, I was trying to make money with ads and different things, but it just didn't work. And I've had people approach me since for other projects and other things, and I just I just don't see it. Uh, I love podcasting. Uh, I love being able to, in this case, talk about Void Vader or bands that you don't know about. I love to talk about older bands that are putting out great music as well. I just love music, man. And I'm cognizant of the fact that, you know, shows have come... After I started this show nine years ago, and they have a bigger audience than I have, they probably do a better, you know, a, b- a better, more entertaining show than than I do. But um, but it is what it is, you know. 
There's there's nothing I can do about that. If people are still listening to this and enjoy it, then that's awesome. Uh, if you're listening to this for the first time and it isn't your bag, then that's cool too, man. Change the motherfucking dial. There's no problem at all. You know, listen to whatever makes you happy. There's enough shit out there that if you don't like what I'm saying, move on. Listen to something else. So, also want to mention that I've been doing live shows on Facebook, calling them Signals from Mars. And I haven't done one in a few weeks because of the infection. It's unpredictable when my voice seizes up. Because with this, I can stop, pause, come back later, edit, do whatever. But when you're live, you're live, fucker. And even with this interview with Eric, I had to edit a bunch of coughing out that was going on. Me hacking up a lung and... Uh, having to edit certain things out. Uh, I muted myself quite a bit during this interview when I let him talk. But, um, yeah, so that's why I haven't been doing those. I hope to do them soon. And hope you people that are checking them out enjoy them. And, you know, it was cool when I did the tournament doing the live shows, the recaps every night, having feedback from people. I'd love to be able to have that kind of feedback in the future with that, but I realize I got to be consistent as well. So I'm going to try to do that, and I'm going to try to do this on a weekly basis, so we'll see how that works out. So no promises, but that's at least my intention. Um, Released a new episode of Galaxy of Geeks recently. Released it, um, what's today, Tuesday? Yeah, it was late last week. We recorded it a while ago. I've been dealing with uh, good old server issues again. After getting rid of Ear Peeler, I downgraded and now I've had to upgrade again to accommodate all the sites and whatnot. I'm still on the fence as to what podcasts I'm going to continue to do and which ones I will not continue to do. Uh, I'll see. I'm, I'm still trying to think everything out and see if if I shit can anything or even if I can do things, you know, once a month or whatever. Last time I released this was a little over a month ago. So uh, I want, you know, my intentions are to do this consistently. It just doesn't work out that way. There's just so many things going on. Um, <laughs> you know, nothing that I, if you've listened to the show in the past, nothing that I haven't mentioned in the past, you know, between health, kids and other stuff. Now that, um, Ear peelers gone away looking for a a permanent job. Um, also going to be helping uh, Despel Geek out with the Rock and Pod Expo. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I, I want to help out as much as I can, but you know, being thousands of miles away, it may not be as as easy as you know as easy as it seems, perhaps. But uh, we'll see, man. Uh, I'd love to make it. It's, well, it sucks. I'll, I'll tell you guys. I thought I was hired for a job. Turned out that it was a scam. And it really sucked because, you know, I started planning, you know, hey, I can make it to Rockin' Pot. I can visit the States. I can, you know, take my kids over. I can do some podcasting with some fellow podcasters that I've never met before. Uh, that live in the area where I used to live or, you know, or maybe I, I'd be traveling to different things and and being able to see certain people. So 
but uh, it sucks. You know, you, you, I think we're all dreamers to an extent. Uh, I, th- you know, one, once you think that you're going to be making a certain amount of money, you, you start to think, hey, well, you know, I can do this or maybe I can finally do that. But didn't work out that way. So is what it is. Anyway, um, let's, uh, let's get into some music. We're going to do this the old-fashioned way. I've had, I've, I've had Eric on a bunch of times. I've done this before where I've um, featured some of his music in the past. And I want to do that again because, you know, his, his music, whether, whether you're a big fan of it or not, um, I've featured it quite a bit every time he's been on. And I've listened to it quite a bit uh, all these years. You know, since I've come to know him, and um, and I mean, the first band that I got into thanks to uh, Talking Metal was a band called Overloaded, and I have what three albums by them: Hail, Hail the Kingdom, Hellfire, and Regeneration. I guess Hellfire is more of an EP. But, um, let's see, man. I, I, I still dig President's Day quite a bit. So let's, let's get into a little President's Day. And, uh, we're going to play some other stuff that Eric was involved in before getting into the Void Vader part of the episode, which will pretty much round things out. So let's check out a little Overloaded here. <laughs>
Wizard all the time regarding, regardless, I should say, of the formation, because I've enjoyed every formation of the band. And uh, Eric played on Over the Top. And let's get into 40 Deuces by White Wizard.
little Gypsy Hawk off of Revelry and Resilience. This is Galaxy Rise.
so let's get into a little Iron Knot here, which was the band that he was running at the same time as Void Vader, which he's going to talk about during the episode. Let's get into the track Sick Stupid Lies by Iron Knot. Your 
jump into this interview with Eric Kluber of Void Vader. He's going to, once again, talk about the new single and the upcoming tour. Uh, among other things, we're also going to talk a little bit about Jill Janis. was such a fan of hers, and it was heartbreaking to hear of of her passing, of her of her taking her life. And uh, Eric is the person that I know, or that I speak to the most out of anyone that was close to her. I've interacted with a bunch of people from that kind of Holy Grail Huntress group. Um, and, you know, I, I know Eric to the point where I talk to him fairly frequently. I know those guys to where I speak to them every once in a while. So it's a, it's a completely different vibe. So I wanted to talk to Eric about it. And actually I was kind of introduced to her thanks to Eric. So anyway, let's jump on into the interview with Eric Kluber of Void Vator. Joining me on the phone is Mr. Eric Kluber... We've had him on the show several times. Uh, he reached out to me to talk about a band that we've discussed in the past and featured, uh, which is Void Vader. Eric, how are you? Doing great, Victor. Thanks for having me, Mr. Mars Attacks. <laughs> More than happy uh, to have you on. So you contacted me to let me know that Void Vader was putting out a new single and you guys are going to be doing some right. shows as well. Um, let's yeah. talk a little bit about the single. I got a chance to listen to it earlier today and it, man, it sounds like possibly the, the best thing that you guys have released so far. Just to me, how interesting is- I, I'm yeah, keep Go going. Ahead. Yeah. I'm interested in your opinion on it. Like what you hear. Go ahead. Yeah, the the cool thing about it is that I can it it seems like the band has, you know, I've heard the band from demo stages to uh the album that you guys put out before this to now this single and it seems as if you guys have progressively like polished things up and not not in the sense of just being uh from a slick production standpoint but the music itself the components that have gone into the music seem to have slowly evolved and gotten better like at each turn almost and i listened to this and it seemed like it was you know an an, an amalgam of all the other stuff you guys have done plus like added more things to the mix like you can definitely tell where your backing vocals are with this track. Where, oh, yeah. Yeah, which I'm glad which that you really noticed makes... that. The backing, vocals, the backing <laughs> vocals are not just Lucas doing all the backing vocals. It is Sam doing his parts and me doing my parts. Yeah. It's awesome that he caught on to that. Keep going. Yeah, which, which is cool because it, it really helps kind of differentiate this from, you know, other bands that are trying to do... Um, I don't want to say modern hard rock, but, you know, newer bands that are trying to do um, harder-edged rock, uh, heavy I rock. I think modern hard rock, rock is a gr- 
I think modern hard rock is a great description of, of what's going on. I would yeah. not classify Void Vader as a metal band. Right. The term metal has been changing for a while now. And right. I, it's, Void Vader is a, a heavy rock band, a hard rock band, sometimes alternative rock band. Right. So modern hard rock is a great description. Yeah, and and I think even though it's that, I mean, obviously, you know how good of a guitar player Lucas is. I think oh, between yeah. the the his soloing, between the vocal work, between just the whole, just how everything fits together with the track, and the track is called "Put Away Wet." Um, yeah, it it seems like you guys are starting to really hit your stride not that you haven't before but it just this song on the first listen was like one of those things like whoa it really like made me sit there and really listen to it well i'm glad that you picked up on a lot of the discrepancies in what's different from the past put away wet doesn't sound like any of the songs from dehumanized and for anybody that doesn't know that's our first ep that we released last summer right and it's much faster it's a quick tune. It has a punk rock beat to it. And you, you touched on the backing vocals. That was Lucas's idea. I mean, Lucas is an incredible singer and he wanted to capture the sound of the band as we are on stage. So it's very important to him that Sam sing his backup parts and I do my parts as well. He could easily just knock it out in one or two takes, but he wanted to represent the band as it is on stage. And the band has been, uh, has been organically changing, especially with the addition of Sam, because he was the final piece of the puzzle. And he's a virtuoso bass player. And having that ingredient within the, the writing process helps. And also, Sam is Sam and Lucas uh, both are big fans of municipal waste, toxic <laughs> holocaust, Iron Reagan. Right. And having two guys in the band that share that uh, fandom of those bands, I think that helped bring the song out, which sure. otherwise would not have happened with the previous chemistry, which was lacking for a number of reasons with our previous bass player. So put away wet. Other than that, I mean, it has our ingredients. Uh, Lucas does solo one. I do uh, the uh, solo two. It's got a, a slowdown section, slightly, well, it's, it's doomy. It's sludgy, doomy middle section. Herman's drumming, always on point and perfect. So we recorded three songs with Ulrich Wilde. And I don't think that this song was planned to be released, but Ulrich's always like, well, let's see how they come out. And after listening to the three songs, it just felt like Put Away Wet was the one to release. And, um, it's in, well, we, we tuned down to drop C sharp. Let me think about it. The song would be in the key of B, which I don't know for music nerds. It's important to me to not have every single song just tuned to your lowest open string. Right. It adds variety when the songs are in different keys, but I've been talking that for a long time. It's a great tune. I'm, I'm glad that, that you enjoy it. We're proud of it. And I think our fans are going to to dig it as well. So that yeah, that's what's up with Put Away Wet. And which well, one last thing, it's being released November twenty third, that's Black Friday here in the United States. 
I don't know if that's a worldwide phenomenon. Do they do that in Spain? Oh yeah. Probably not, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. they do. Is yeah, that a worldwide thing that that day? Yeah. Yep. Oh my because God. Okay. So much shit was getting imported from the U.S. from sales and things that stores and stuff over here said uh, we got to jump on the bandwagon or we're going out of business. <laughs> that's uh, that's amazing. It makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Black Friday. Not just a Megadeth song. <laughs> there you well, go. fucking a. Um, yeah, it's coming out on the twenty third, and and it's gonna be on Spotify and all the digital platforms. We're using it to promote our upcoming tour, which you had touched upon. I think I sent you. Did I send you the the poster, the JPEG poster for it with the tour dates? Yes. Cool, man. I mean, yeah, I'd like to talk about it. It's it's a big deal to us. We went on tour this summer. We called it the Southwest Express. We had such a good time. We worked. Um, I mean, finally made it to Texas. Texas is an amazing. That's like, it's it's, it's a, one of the greatest states in America. If you if you don't travel, make sure we'll start traveling first of all. But <laughs> Texas is a powerhouse, and it's one of one of the cornerstones of America. So we made it to Texas and back. It was a short, awesome 10-day tour. Very successful. We worked with High Wattage Booking out of Portland, who helped us make that happen. And the guys really wanted to get back on the road before the end of the year. So we're doing the fall of winter 2018 tour. We're heading out in late November and coming back right around Christmas time. We just added a couple dates. So um, it's, it's going to actually start on November 28th at the beauty bar in Las Vegas. We're going to make it to Texas. Once again, turn North and get up to my hometown in Detroit, Michigan. We're going to play the token lounge, which is in my home base for decades. And then we're going to turn right back around and come back home. And our last show is December 17th at the soda bar in San Diego, California. So I hope that we can meet a lot of new people. We're playing new places. You know, I've never played Indianapolis, Indiana before. So, or Columbia, Missouri. I'm just looking at it. Played, played just about everybody everywhere else on this particular routing, but the band hasn't. It's going to be our first time. So come out and say hi, please. Yeah, that's that's what's up, man. Cool. And getting back to the uh, music a little, uh, Lucas also mentioned that he's done with um, Heaven Below. Heaven Below. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. How much does that influence how the how he's working with the band? Does does is he a lot more you know invested in the band now? Uh, is it his full time? I think so. Um, he was thing? always invested. Yeah, he was always invested, but this opens up more time for him to focus on Void Vader and do homework. Right. I think that's the biggest thing, and that could be from creating demos to recording with Herman to uh to writing all the behind the scenes work we're rehearsing uh like almost every single day up until the point of the tour that we can get into our rehearsal space yeah it opens up a lot of freedom just domestically as far as your brain goes it becomes overwhelmed you know i had a a similar experience although it was quite a bit more complicated with ironot and once I, i let that band go my life improved (laughs) <laughs> My life improved. It got to a point where it was way too much to handle. Sam had to do a similar uh, choice recently with a band he was in called Art of Shock. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we all have uh, in very complex lives out here in Los Angeles. Everyone is split in multiple gigs, um, financially, relationships, um, bands. I mean, Sam's still doing some cover bands here and there for for money, as well as you know, multiple original projects can become overwhelming, and that's how life goes. And he chose uh, to invest his time in Void Vader. And yeah, I think it helps the band be mentally healthy and focused. It's a lot to keep up with. Cool. And um, a subject that we kind of touched upon for various reasons over the years. And um, unfortunately, a few months ago, um, Jill Janis uh, passed away. Yeah. Um, Well, she took her life. Yeah. I mean, you should be specific about it. It's a total tragedy. Yeah, and she didn't absolutely. just pass away. Right, you're, you're you're correct. She she committed suicide. Um, but it was it was tragic in the sense. Uh, well, not only that she took her life, but everything that she had gone through with her career, everything you know, the music that she had left behind. There were things that the two of us had talked about behind the scenes because of different things that had. Uh, happened uh, an experience that I had with her and whatnot. Um, oh, well, I don't, but, I don't. I'm, what are you, what are you referring to? I can't really recall. <laughs> I mean, okay. just like running into her on the road, or oh, no, 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 I don't, no, I don't know. no. Before, before I found out, you know, before she said to the world that she was um, bipolar, um, I oh, didn't. Interview. Okay, yeah, I remember the article, right? Well, it was an interview that we had done. Um, when you had just joined Gypsy Hawk and you, okay, we wow. were, yeah, you were talking to me from the, you said the Hunter's house, if I remember correctly, it was okay. Um, yeah. They had a party an outside, yeah. uh, barbecue summer pool party. So, so among that. the that things great. that were that, yeah. So among the things that seemed to be passed around was your phone and I had been interviewing oh, yeah. different people <laughs> and, um, uh, one of the people that I supposedly interviewed was Jill Janice's sister. Um, okay. Who later turned out to be her. <laughs> um, which she she wrote me like two days later saying, you know, please don't release that. You know, it was me. I was uh, uh, just being silly. We're partying. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, you know, I exchanged messages with her here and there. But, I mean, I was always a, f- a fan of the music, uh, ne- never to the point of, you know, bugging her about that or anything else. Um, but, I, you know, I wanted to get your kind of words about Jill and, you know, about what you, you know, how you feel her, her legacy was as a singer and as a person. Sure. When I first moved here in Los Angeles, she was running a, a night at a club called Ledoux and they had metal Mondays. I didn't know her, but she was the one behind it. One of at least one of the main forces behind. And it was a really, it was a cool rock night. And that was my introduction to LA and getting out and, and meeting people and seeing people. Um, before I was in Gypsy Hawk, you know, there's some footage of them performing at Ledoux. And at the time I was in white wizard. And I remember like reaching out to her, uh, just as a promoter, just to try to get a gig to see if I could get White Wizard to play one of the nights. Right. So uh, she was active in the rock scene before I knew her as Huntress, before she blew up, if you will. I remember, right. um, well, let's just continue. So then she had her band, and 
I saw them at Cinespace. I saw them multiple times just around locally because they were part of, uh, they were associated with Holy Grail. They were friends with all the Holy Grail guys. And her boyfriend, uh, uh, Blake, is, is uh, Tyler's brother. So it's a real small world. And it, it just happened. Uh, and that easily just, it makes sense how everything just kind of fell in place. Right. Uh, we took, Gypsy Hawk took Huntress out on their first tour. And that was, I believe that was before Gypsy Hawk was signed. I think we just went up the West Coast and did like a week and maybe made it out to Utah. So yeah, that was pretty cool. And then they, they picked, they got picked up and was Eric playing bass for them at the time? Yeah, I think he was. And then Huntress kind of blew up. Right. And Gypsy Hawk recorded the first record. I hope this isn't boring and wandering, but I'm just like, just kind of no, going no, through no. a timeline in my head. Yeah. It's and cool, uh, they went on tour and uh, Eric was on tour with them for like six months. which was just actually quite annoying to be quite honest <laughs> because we just <laughs> sat back. I ended up doing some time doing some uh, touring with Scattered Hamlet and we got right. the sword tour and then he kind of split from Huntress to make that decision at the time and concentrated back on Gypsy Hawk. So, I mean, I, I interacted sparingly with Jill here and there, run into her. She was always really cool. She was really cool to me. You know, like that was, yeah, that was a party we went to over at the Huntress place and I'm sure the Holy Grail guys were there and the Huntress guys and Gypsy Hawk guys. That was fun. That didn't happen all the time, by the way. I mean, I, I saw her like a couple times a year, but it's been over 10 years, right? Yeah. And I always kept up with her uh, accomplishments. She was in a movie just on Netflix. I just saw it. I was like, oh my God, that's Jill. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you the name of it. You have to look it up. But it was a it was a funny movie. It was a comedy just about life in L.A. That was probably around 2013. Moving on, moving on. Right. Huntress kept going. Iron Out obviously worked with Paul Fig. That was Huntress's producer. Mm-hmm. Um, went to like, I think it was, was it her birthday or was it Blake's birthday? Uh, some birthday party they had over at what is it? Oh, Heavy Tuesday. What does he do? It's footsies. So I, I met her many times. She was always cool, always down to earth. For someone who is really a star, she was. She held her composure. And uh, in L.A., where people can be very elitist, very snooty, um, she was definitely in the cool kids club, and I never felt that from her. And I always admired her as for her for her contribution to music. I thought she was a great front woman. I thought her band was legit. I thought she was had her heart in the right place. Like I thought she wanted to perform and, and uh she wasn't she wasn't fake. I don't think she was riding any cliches. I don't think she was like pulling the girl card for like uh special favors or anything. I think she's was kicking ass. And so I think it's a massive tragedy and I don't know her well enough at all. I know her as an acquaintance, but, uh, right. Once I got off a plane, I was flying to Detroit and as you know, your, your phone gets shut off and then I touched down. And then as soon as I touched down, it was like 17 or 18 messages all came at once. Have you heard the news? Have you heard the news? It was the same thing over and over. And, and um, you know, she had written that article 
expressing the bipolar disorder. And yeah. so it'd been apparent that she'd been struggling with, uh, some problems. And, and I've had, unfortunately, many friends and acquaintances choose to end their life. And so I hate to say that, like, you know, how uh, it's, it's not that it wasn't a surprise, but it's a, it's a reality of life. And I was like, God damn it. You know? Yeah. Cause once you pull that, once you make that, uh, you can't come back. It's so extreme and it's, uh, it's a total loss and I have no idea what, why she did it at all. I went to the, um, they had a memorial up at the rainbow. Yeah. I went there and ran into a lot of the people that were in bands with her and, and all that stuff. So it's a tragedy and that's my best to try and sum up, you know, my, uh, thoughts and, and limited experiences with Jill. Cool. Much more, uh, in depth than, than mine by far. <laughs> you actually got to meet her and go on tour with her. And uh, again, if had yeah. I have not talked to you that day, I would have never gotten to talk to her regardless of the circumstances or the, the situation. But I was always a fan from, you know, f uh, from the f first full-length album up until Static, which was the last album. I always thought that they put out quality stuff. So it was definitely uh, sad when, you know, as you said, there's no turning back. So uh, as, well, it's really as, sad, and it's, it's a total yeah. waste. You know, I mean, there's like some people that, <laughs> well, I mean, I, it, it, Jill choosing choosing to end her life is a massive, like, it's 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 a heavy heavy suicide because she had everything going on, yeah. Outside of music too, you know. I mean, she didn't even just her other. As far as I could see, everything was rocking and a rolling. I mean, she's a really successful person mm -hmm. on appearances, you know. And and just from what I saw, so it's terrible, man. That's I don't know what else to add to that. And everyone yeah. feels that way about it. Absolutely, and. uh <laughs> so sorry to steer you in a uh, down direction there. I know. I feel like that was such a <laughs> such a kind of dark. I was not expecting you to go there. I was like, oh shit, yeah, this is like no, a real no. question. No, no, that's the, that's fine. I mean, I again, you're you're the person that I most closest associate to her outside of, you know, any of the guys that you mentioned, you know, outside of the Hunters yeah. or, or Holy Grail guys. Holy Grail um, dudes, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I I, I wanted to uh, bring it up, but um, definitely. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. real quickly before wrapping things up here, um, you said you recorded three songs for Void Vader with, uh, with Ulrich. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What are the plans as far as the other two songs are concerned? Great question. Well, I want everything to be released as soon as possible, but that that's just me being overexcited. We're going to record an, a full-length album, and whether or not we choose to release some more singles before it is released or not, we will see. Okay. The reason we're releasing Put Away Wet, other than it's just been too damn long, is to help promote the tour. Yeah. So once again, Fall of Winter, Void Vader tour coming up here from November to December. Um, but to, back to your question, we're going we're gonna to go back and record with Ulrich 
We're shooting for a full length. I mean, time, it's always, it's such a time crunch, but I think that they're definitely going to end up on the record and we're going to come out with a full length record. So I think I've said that like five times in a row. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So uh, that's the plan, man. I mean, this music has to come out. Okay. So, so, go ahead so with that. Ult- ultimately 2019 for a full length is what you guys are shooting for. Yes. And early. Okay early man it's oh, it's time okay. you know we don't have time to waste the music's there and we record really fast the first album was a bit of an experiment i think on everyone's on everyone's end from ulrich's end to see how this band whether or not this band would stay together whether or not people were gonna you know the reaction from people and uh we moved on and got sam and we did our our touring we did like we this will be our third tour this year not counting mini tours and whatnot, like we've worked hard and whatever. Everyone, everyone pats themselves on the back for that, but uh, we're doing it is what I'm getting at. So it seems like the investment was, it was, it was good, a good start. And now it's time to dig deeper. Awesome. Right. So, right. Yeah. So, so for anyone interested in picking up the single, it's going to be, or, streaming it because it's going to be on Spotify. You mentioned November 23rd. Yeah, absolutely. However you listen to music, it's going to be there. Cool. Just get it, get it, check it out. And, and we're absolutely, we got, we got two more songs in the can and it's time to throw the other ones down. Stuff does take time stuff. And, uh, we've got to squeeze that in right after we get back from tour here. That's our next main objective is to complete the recording. In the meantime, uh, check out Put Away Wet, November 23rd, Black Friday, worldwide, everywhere digital. Awesome. And if people want to keep up with Void Vader, where should they go? The usual Instagram, Facebook. We've got a mailing list. Sign up for that because which there's a button on our Facebook page. Sign up for our mailing list. We throw out discount codes all the time. And we're trying to make that kind of a special club, a fan club that you get bonuses for being a part of. Those are our three avenues of getting the word out.
example of Put Away Wet by Void Vader. Check out the whole track this Black Friday. And I want to thank Eric for coming on. And we talked a little bit back and forth about the whole thing with Jill Janis. Um, He wasn't sure if he had come across okay or not. Uh, I thought he did. I listened back when I edited the interview and let him know that I felt that it was okay. I think he was being honest and telling, you know, uh, a story. Uh, I understand this. It's a tricky situation because what went down, um, it's very tragic. And, you know, I send my utter and most deepest respects and condolences to everyone that knew her and worked with her. Um, it's, it, it, the situation sucks, you know, just to think we're never going to hear anything from her again. She was such a great, powerful voice. They were all over the place and man, like he said, you know, I don't think they really leaned on you know, well, this is a female-fronted band. No, this was a band that kicked your ass and was ready to come out and rip your rip your face off, you know. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know Eli Santana's in, in Holy Grail. I don't know what will happen to the rest of the components of that band, you know, because that's such a difficult situation. I'm not sure if they're... An, you know, if any of them are looking to play in other bands, um, I don't know. It could be the end of music for some of them. You know, uh, seriously, it's 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 a heartbreaking situation, and and I can't imagine what it's like. You know, I fortunately enough, I don't know anyone who's who has committed suicide. Uh, I don't know what the feeling is like, but I know from from you know other conversations that I've had with people. You know, I, I've heard about you know missteps in people's life and this and that, and and heard you know well that's the worst that could have happened. The worst that can happen to anyone is death, because there's no coming back. There's 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 no way that. The, you you can't rectify that situation, so it's it's unfortunate. But there's you know there's a finality to that. Um, again, um, Blake was, I believe it's Blake was yes, Blake Blake is the uh, is the guitarist. Blake was her boyfriend, um, her partner. However you want to look at it, and. Man, it's gotta it's gotta be a very difficult situation for him. Uh, my heart goes out to the guy. I hope that you know he somehow continues on with music. But I would understand if if he didn't. But the he was so talented. The band was so talented. Um, I love the band. I loved all of the albums that they released, and it. It really sucks. Static got a lot of press, and it it wasn't as per Wikipedia. Uh, it didn't get the um, it it didn't sell as as good as their previous album, Starbound Beast. But also, that isn't something that 
you know, I don't know, given what music sales are like today, I don't know if that's anything you can really hang your hat on and say, oh, look, you know, it's not as good or, or it's this or it's that, you know. The industry is very different now. So, uh, anyway, so what, what I want to do to round things out here, I mean, the episode was set up to showcase Eric and uh, Void Vader. And what I want to do is play play another track by the band. And let's see. Let's let's check something. Excuse me. Hiccuping all of a sudden. Um, let's check out No Return off of Dehumanizer. Um, and that will wrap the episode up for us. So thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys hanging in there with me and listening to the entire episode. Hope you enjoyed the music, the interview, so on and so forth. Leave us a comment. Go to Podchaser, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, Twitter, etc. etc. Leave your comments. Do whatever do it do whatever you want. So here we go. No return. Bye. Void Vader. See ya.
you for listening to the Mars Attacks podcast. This concludes our show. 